Here. Episode two. Episode, Episode two. two. Here we go. Of the Barry Bullock Hour. On a uh, moderately temperatured uh, Sunday afternoon here in Elwood. Mm. Spent, uh, well, you described it as a fairly lazy day, would you not? What's that? Is that the... Uh, the this comp- could be our food. Oh, this is a phone call. Phone call, right. <laughs> Hello, Nick speaking. We've um, just to explain what's going on here to the uh, the audiences. For those of you listening, um, we just ordered Indian yep, yep. food um, over the internet, and we were waiting on our confirmation SMS. But uh, sure, the confirmation SMS didn't come through. So this this may be a call. We there may be I don't know if there's a, yes, a, it is. a, a dietary problem. Maybe they've run out of chicken or. Or naan bread or rice or I'm not it sure. Is, yeah. I asked for two. Okay. Two out Thank of you. three Cheers. chilies on my tuna masala. Maybe they've run out of spice. What was that? The Indian place? It was. <laughs> no, what it wasn't. It wasn't actually the Indian place. What oh. it was was menu log. Oh, menu log themselves have rung up and said, "Can we confirm your address?" Okay. Did you? And you... I typed it in. I said Spray Street. Now maybe in my. Uh, uh, haphazard state today. I didn't type it in correctly, but anyway. That's very strange. I'm very, very, very certain that was also a call coming all the way from India as really? well. Really? Yeah. So we're ordering Indian food from an Indian place in Elwood. That's right. Literally walking distance. Yes. And the menu log call centre is in India and they've gone, something's wrong here. Yes. Did you? Did they send you an email with the details? Well, of the I don't food? know. Well, I don't think we'll have to. We'll have to go across to the uh, the old uh, the to old the old email. hotmail account. We still haven't got our uh, confirmation SMS text either. Well, is... we got a call. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you get a call, I mean, wow, that's pretty good. Pretty anyway, good. so um, so that was an exciting sort of uh, burst intro there. Yeah, getting a call. I um, I explained to our listeners. Oh, there we go. There's the order. There's the order on there. What did I say? Did I say something wrong with what Can I? Can you view? Is there, I reckon it'll be this one. I here. don't know. Let's have a look. You put like Sapri Street or something. Maybe. I'm a bit dyslexic, so it's possible that that's what happened. Regular listeners of the Barry Bullock Hour will know exactly uh, your address due to the fact that within about a minute of that the last true. one, you gave it out pretty much straight away. That is true. Um, now, where did I say I was going to... No, I said... You put that right on... Yeah, yeah, one... Oh, it's put the... It's, it's done something it's weird. It's done something weird. It's put your street in after the suburb. Unusual. That is unusual. Hmm. Perhaps that's a, uh, a menu, glitch, a menu input error, I'm a menu really log sure. glitch, as it were. Could be a menu log glitch. Yeah. Mm. Anyhow, we are in business, so uh, so we've got Indian food coming, and um, we'll just. <laughs> so that's uh, our exciting uh, one <laughs> to cap off magnificent <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So, well, to be fair, I think we we were talking about this earlier. Um, you felt a little bit, dare I say, almost uncomfortable about spending. The Sunday being lazy, you sort of felt well, like you had to do stuff. I, I'm a man that, uh, and I, yes, that's right, I am actually <laughs> a man. So, believe it or not, contrary to popular belief, got the testicles to prove it. I have a testicle, and I, just one. <laughs> <laughs> surely, no, I have two. Surely, you got the, I have, the complete I set. Two. Yeah, good I, I have a complete set, and I also have the other part that goes with <laughs> the testicles as well. So, um, I am a man. And um, most of the time, my family refers to me as a man, which is nice. It's nice. Yeah. Nice. It's nice. Yeah. Nice from them. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so we're talking about yes. how you were feeling about the lazy Sunday yeah, that we've been yeah, indulging so, well, in. Well, I mean, I'm 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 a person that uh, uh, is pretty 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 much on the go. So uh, you're an active man. I am an active man just due to the nature of, of my life. But yeah. um, having a lazy Sunday has uh, sort of been a little bit. Um, it's been a little taxing for me. <laughs> I'm not used to it. Only you could find a lazy Sunday taxing. Yeah. It's because you didn't have lots of stuff to do, and we just kind of sat around and watched the cricket. Watched and the cricket. You went and did a bit of uni work. I did a bit of uni work, and you know... I just had, a, had, had, had a big breakfast. Well, oh. c- controversial. You, what well, was it, about 11, 11 o'clock? Yeah. You guys woke up? Yeah, I uh, crashed on the couch here at the Spray Street Mansions after uh, after your girlfriend's uh, birthday party last night. That's the, right. uh, but I woke up oh. at... Um, oh, I've got a text. We've got a text. we got a menu log text. Menu log text. Wow. Ten the... minutes after the fact. 
Now, when are they going to say that? When are they saying, ah, oh, 20, yeah, well, 8.36, they're saying. Oh, so, that's pretty good. Oh, no, no, they're saying about, about 40 minutes. So, yeah. Anyway, that may even, we may uh, accept delivery of the Indian food during the podcast, wow. which will be exciting for everyone Riveting. involved. That will, that, that will certainly make the highlights package of episode two of yeah, the Barry right. Bullock Hour, if that actually happens. Mate, it's all highlights package, when let's Raj be honest. When comes in through the door. <laughs> With some food uh, for us. Yeah. To tangent back to food, so mm. you you uh, you and Sarah woke up at around eleven, eleven yes, thirty, start cooking well. up a, a good classic mm. hungover breakfast. We're talking bacon on toast, right. fried eggs, sliced tomato, a few few mushies as well. Mm. Mm. And that was I. You, you, it was it was glorious. Mm. I mean, I had breakfast in bed, even though. Breakfast, a, on breakfast on couch. Breakfast on couch in your lounge room, as it were. Um, very hearty, might I say. But you you polished off a couple of bits of toast within the hour following that meal. Yeah, an, an extraordinary thing to do, apparently. Well, yeah, Completely but then, then about two hours later, you polished off a meat pie, which you followed with two bits of Vegemite toast, and then you thought about having a second meat pie. Because that's lunch. You can't have breakfast... At eleven thirty, and then have lunch at one thirty, well, consisting of two bits of Vegemite toast and a meat pie. I, I hear where you're coming from. I think it's too much. I food. hear where you're coming from, but you still need your three meals a day. Now, see, I disagree on this. Yeah, I, I know you do. I we don't, found this out just before. Yeah, I, I don't. It was extraordinary. I don't think you need. I mean, if you're having a long day, if you're getting up at eight a.m., you know, fair enough. But if you're getting up at eleven, it's lunchtime already. You've missed the breakfast window, as far mm. as I'm concerned. Depends on whether or not you define breakfast as being the first meal of the day, regardless of what time it is, or if you, you designate it to a certain time period of the day. So but, you're, so you're, so hang on. So your issue is that we had food at a particular time of the day that constituted a, a particular style of food that was out of time. No, I that. just, I just think we we ate bacon and eggs on toast, but we had it at sort of eleven thirty, twelve. Yeah. That for me is is lunch. Well, I woke up and I I'd said call that, that was, breakfast. That was a great a, lunch. That's the first meal of the day, and breakfast, as we know, stands yep. for breakfast, which means yep, absolutely the longest fast you have. Well, this is what I was saying. Apparently, do you do you define breakfast as the first meal of the day, regardless of the time of day, or is it? Yeah. yeah. Because technically, in one of my darker moments earlier in the year... Your darker moments? Yeah, when I was working very, very late and doing stuff at night and going to sleep at sort of six in the morning, I technically, and I'm not overly proud to admit this, but I did have a Brunswick Street kebab for breakfast. And by that I mean... Oh, you wouldn't be the first one to do that. I got up up at about 4pm and I uh, flaffed around the house for a bit. And then I went to see a gig on Brunswick Street. And I was like, I've got to get a feed before I go to this gig. And I went and got a Brunswick Street kebab. As the first meal of the day, as my breakfast. Is not the first time I reckon that's happened, to be honest with you. It's a bit different if you've had a massive night and you stagger. You <laughs> that's still breakfast. You slip one in before you go to that's bed. That's still brekkie. It's still brekkie oh. before you go to bed. Yeah, fair play. Fair you play. know, I think... Uh, I think I think having the the uh, the old garlic sauce garlic kebab. Ooh, I just knocked the mic there. That's very <laughs> amateur of me. That'll be um, a big spike on the uh, anyhow. On the um, yeah, no, I think that that's um, quite a common thing, especially on the weekends. Not something that's probably I would overly condone. No, it's, you know, it's not as a you habit. all know, I'm a food conscious, kind of health conscious, kind of. Which brings me to our, to our, my next point is mm. perhaps. The reason that you were were so hungry throughout the course of the day Ugh. is that it's fair to say, uh, Mister Big Dog, that you had a couple of beers last night. I, is I that fair to say? Yeah. Well, you, the viewers or the, the viewers, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> the listeners would be able to tell from my voice and probably the uh, the the level of energy emanating <laughs> from said voice that yes. You had, had a few. Had you had a few sherbets last night. I, I yeah. had a couple of uh, liquid sherbets. I was actually there. impressed though because um, you were offered a beer by um, by Sarah's brother, John. Oh, John! And you Great you job. refused and said, "No, I've had enough." And I, I that impressed me. I was boozed. You did, and you said that you pretty much you literally verbatim said, "No, mate, I'm tanked." Mm. <laughs> Which oh, brings me uh, sort of. To, our, to the next point, slash the point that I already mooted earlier, is that after we left the venue, mm. which is, was, is it called the local tap house or is it just called the local? No, it's the local tap local house. Local tap house. But great, everyone great venue. knows it as the local. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Um, Sarah's friend, delightfully, Clem, Clementine, 
um, was able to take us home mm-hmm. via the uh, old Mickey D's. The old Mickey D's, McDonald's. Ugh. You ordered a grand Angus meal. You went one bite and said, "I cannot oh, eat this." Most disgusting meal <laughs> of my life. We stopped in at the old McDonald's and uh, yeah, old McDonald's had Elston one of those McDonald's. late night meals. There was no double dipping this time. I'm pleased to say. No. However. Oh. However. <laughs> My uh, associate here yeah. did polish off the remnants of my half-bitten-into burger after I, I passed on it. I think you've taken is, two bites. I've taken You've taken two, two bites, bites and said, this is not for me. There, no, it wasn't agreeing with me at all. Um, I had not eaten much during the course of the day. I'd, um, I'd done two shows, a matinee and a night show, and then some of the cast and crew of the show, we went out to this kind of faffy upmarket wine food bar on Sydney Road and mm. had these tiny pizzas and I made the mistake of splitting a pizza with one oh. of the female cast members splitting a boutique pizza it was too small it never it works out and oh, it was ridiculous so I was admittedly quite ravenous because I went straight from the theatre to the tap house parked the car down a side street and said right it's beer time beer time and so I, I was pretty I was, I was a little bit tipsy and I was extremely hungry. Mm. And you just refused flat out to eat this Grand Angus. And mm. I already smashed my Big Mac, smashed my fries, and I just polished it off. And I have no regrets about that. None at all. Controversially, <laughs> though, I asked the guy for a caramel sundae. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. And I see that he puts it through as a soft serve cone. Mm. And do you know what my first thought was? This is the stupidest thing. But I actually looked at that and said, oh. Maybe this guy's given me a cheeky discount. Oh. Then he handed me a 50-cent cone. And I was like... I wasn't quite drunk enough to be belligerent and arc up about it, but I was tipsy enough to think, should I say something? And I think I blurted out, where's the, where's the caramel? And then he kind of looked at me blankly and I went, and then run thanks, away. mate. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, while that was going on, I was uh, currently perched over by the condiment station. You were, yeah. The girls were sitting down, tucking into their meal, and I was stuck in that void of going over to go and sit with the girls or wait for Kieran. And I thought, I'll do the... Uh, I, basically, I went bros before... You did, before ladies. Before yeah. ladies. You went bros before ladies. Bros before... <laughs> Anyhow. She listens to this, doesn't she? Oh, she listens oh, to well, she'll yeah. be... And Clementine listens to it, I think. Oh, really? Oh, I think so, yeah. So, G'day uh, to the ladies. Hello hope to the uh, ladies there. Hope you're not feeling... Well, I know Sarah was, hello was to feeling all the quite good today. Oh, big dog, for God's sake. Sorry. Of course, that was just... <laughs> I'm totally... Just, yeah, you're just... Yeah. You're being, being a prat. Um, <laughs> I'm being a prat. I'm being a slimy turd. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. And if you don't want... No, don't want that is referring to, make sure you listen to last week's episode, or the last episode. Found on SoundCloud. SoundCloud and iTunes iTunes, iTunes um, as well. We'll put that up on the uh, put yeah. the details up on the page. But Good you found stuff. yourself perched at the condiment station. I did, and I decided that uh, I would uh, await for Kieran to finish his transaction. Yep. And get Very his kind. caramel sundae, which ended up being a soft fifty cent cone. Cone ripped off. Anyhow, not ripped I'd, off. I paid fifty cents. Was that sleazy looking dude who kind of just was just eating chips? <laughs> at the condiment station while others were trying to get around past me and grab napkins and a <laughs> Do you and know why? I because like, you guys ordered mm. and got your food. The problem was like... It was loitering is what I was they, doing. Because what they do at that McDonald's, I've noticed, is that they, they'll serve like two, three people and then they'll like... They'll go and get their food mm. and then another person will come but they won't go on the same register. They'll go on a different register. Mm. So what happened was I was in, I was in the queue... Mm. And then the guy served. He served the guy in front of me, and then he went and get food. It's, Meanwhile, it's, people that were, had come in after me were lining up to the next guy. He steps up to his register, so I got yeah, I got skipped. Yeah, basically. no, they don't, they're, they're not assigned to a particular register. Well, they should just use the same register and have <laughs> one queue. That's why I was waiting so long. That's why you were a ravenous seagull at the well, condiment we, we, this, station. This is a freewheeling society we live in. This now, is ridiculous. They got, the girls got their food. You got your food. I hadn't even been served yet. And then a couple of other drunken dudes somehow cut in front of... Well, they, they formed a different queue, and mm. then I got left in the lurch, Nothing waiting in front of the wrong register. Drunk. We were all drunk as well. Oh, we were all drunk, yeah. So, yeah. Except for Clem, because Clem was driving. She was Clem driving. does not she was, drive. She so. did well. Good work. There was some... The local tap house is... Um, 
one of the few sort of beer bars in Melbourne. You go yeah, to Wellington, there's beer a bars. Beer bar by it's a great, and there's some cracking beers I tried there. Um, as you know, bartenders the, walking around with shirts on saying "Life, beer, be in it," which pretty <laughs> much sums up that place, really. You know what I mean? Had some cracking beers, and as you know. We tried last week. We want to make it a sort of, I guess, a tradition whilst recording the podcast to to drink and review <laughs> a beer. Last week we had um, two is extra dry, oh, yeah, which we tits. gave a bit of a review to. Mm. And um, what are we drinking today, Big Dog? We are what drinking we today Cricketer's Arms. Now, Cricketer's Arms is a Melbourne brew mm. found in the hallowed area right next to the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Yep. There's a pub there called the Cricketer's Arms. Is it? Where is it? Where's that? It's directly across um, from... From the ground, as you cross over Hoddle Street... Oh, it's on Hoddle Street. Yeah, and then there's a couple of pubs there. Be careful about which one you go into. Yeah, there are a couple of dodgy ones down there. There's a couple of dodgy ones there where there's creepy long limousines with scantily clad ladies jumping in and out of them. I've noticed that, yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, there's a couple of brothels in the area. Now, Cricketer's Arms, (laughs) I don't think... I don't think I've ever actually been in there, but I don't think that's brothel per se but they they, well this could be controversial what sort of brothel brews its own beer I think you'll find it's um, an upstanding would that be would that be the first time that's ever happened what a brothel why is my voice gone all of a sudden on a high why am I sort of sounding like Daryl East like (laughs) Daryl East I'm screaming my tits off for no reason (laughs) no but uh, yeah um, that was weird anyhow um, no I, I don't know maybe it's just a side bit of cash you know what I mean I think if you're running a brothel, you you should be pricing yourself fairly well. I would thought your your numbers would be in order. Well, if you're running a brothel, you're sort of looking not looking at the books and going, "Geez, what else can we do as a business to uh, to pump up the numbers?" You know what we should do? Well, I'm sure they brew serve, our own beer. Well, they serve alcohol. I'm sure they. That's true, but I kind of feel like how do I put this tactfully? I feel like the uh, their main stream of income right would be fairly steady and fairly high mm. that they wouldn't need to worry about these probably what I would suggest are slender margins of the booze industry well I look I, I, I praise them for going to a slightly less creepy kind of industry really yeah oh yeah definitely from a moral perspective brewing mm. beer is probably you know well, definitely de- <laughs> definitely more appropriate than you know being a brothel yeah but um yeah, we're not we're not suggesting the cricketers' arms as a brothel. We're just saying that there are a couple it's of less reputable kind of places area, in that though, area. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's kind of like it's guilty by association. <laughs> so so the the bar brews this beer. I believe it's. Or is well, it, I don't know. I believe it's in conjunction with the place. So just looking at the label, there's actually actually no details on it, to, so to speak. No, there's not a lot. It says it's bottled in Laverton. Yeah. Does well, that mean it's brewed by independent distillers? Does that mean it's brewed in Laverton? Well, I would assume so. Yeah. So, right on. Maybe my facts aren't right. Maybe it's not the same place, but there is definitely the cricketers' arms there at Richmond, and I bet you there would be some kind of association. You'd think so. But then again, it would not be the first time that I'm wrong. <laughs> I've made outlandish <laughs> and outrageous speculations that have proved to be completely yeah. false and defamatory in nature. <laughs> so, to the cricketers' arms, if anyone's really upset that I've accused that place of potentially being, yeah. House of Burlesque, I do apologise. Yeah, I'd, I'd be very surprised <laughs> if this makes it to them. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, good, Anyhow, good the to place, know we've got that on record. Yes, that's true. Anyhow, the place we were at last night, the local tap house, mm, definitely not a brothel. Definitely nice, not a brothel. Which was nice because my girlfriend Sarah had her thirtieth birthday drinks there, and that would have been weird. Yeah, we, had we been going to a brothel for. No, she's a fine... Sarah's a fine, upstanding lass. She certainly wouldn't be the type of person to to say, hey, come and celebrate my 30th birthday... Down at the brothel. At a brothel, yeah. Yeah, that would be weird on so many levels. It would be weird. But there would be a couple of slimy turds out there. (laughs) Whoa, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool idea for a birthday. She must be (laughs) grouse. Wasn't like that, right? No, no, it was. Uh, it was a uh, yeah, it was good, but perfectly um, civilized. Even. Perfectly civilized, but you go in there and there is a multitude of beers to yeah. choose from, an absolute multitude, a plethora. Oh, great! A word. veritable smorgasbord. Whoa, yeah, nailing this. Yeah, uh, what else could I say? Uh, 
I I think you've done well. I think yeah, you've done I'm, that. I'm, yeah, my vocab's just, not strong just today. Just add the of beers, and you've yeah. got a very complete sentence there. A cornucopia. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That is good. A cornucopia. Yeah, a cornucopia of beers. Of beers. So, um, I don't know about you. I, I, I like to sample um, beers. I, I tried mm. about four different beers. I think the one that I enjoyed the most was the uh, the Mountain Goat IPA. Mm. The other day, I was at the retreat, a uh, Equally reputable venue not, on, not, not, on not Sydney like, Road. Not like some sort of place to get away from the stresses <laughs> and ills. Oh, well, you know, it is a pub. But yeah, yeah. it's a pub, yeah. Not like a, a yoga retreat or something like no, that. No, no, this is the retreat on Sydney Road in Brunswick. Um, it's a... Live music it's venue. A live music venue and a nice dive is mm. probably the way I would describe it. Um, they actually have a very good selection of beers. Not bad. Because I'm an IPA man, an Indian pale ale. It's my preferred type of beverage. Very flavoursome, mm. citrusy, fragranced with a bitter kick up the ass to follow. And um, that's good li- marketing. Right little, little Creatures have just released an IPA. Comes in the same sort of bottle. This is 1.8 standard drinks. That is... Oh, it is liquid tang right there. Liquid tang. Little Creatures IPA, folks. Um, if you like your beers with a little bit of citrusy aroma and a boot up the bum to follow, very nice. Look out for it. Very nice. Now, I, I myself was on the... Uh, the Czechoslovakian version of what the Americans have ripped off and called Budweiser. Yep. Now, this is the original brew. It's called Budvar. It's B-U-D-V-A-R. It doesn't necessarily be... Uh, I'm not even speaking right here. It's, uh, it's a <laughs> Sunday common... afternoon, it's very best. Yeah, Sunday afternoon, it's very best. Um, it, no, it's a very common beer, but um, unfortunately has been sort of overshadowed in many circles, Marketing circles by its inferior uh, cousin, the Budweiser. Have you ever had a Budweiser? Oh, they're not as good. They it is an, an offensive, yeah. offensive brew. It's a watery. Uh, it's a watery. There's something strange about American beers. I mean, they're they're pioneering a um, a craft beer movement, which is great. Mm. You know, even when 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 I went over there with Bill and Mikey T a few years ago, and we went to Portland to try all the microbrews. Mm. Portland, Oregon is the uh, I think they have the most craft breweries per capita in the world. Microbreweries, microbreweries, craft breweries, and um, making some amazing beers. Mm. But that said, the the mainstream beers in America are utterly atrocious. Like, you're t- we're talking your Budweiser's... Your Miller's. Your Bud Lights, your Miller's, your oh, Coors. It's Miller time. It's not Miller time. <laughs> it is absolutely... I can tell you right now, it is not Miller time. It's not Coors time. It's not Bud Light time. This reminds me of a, uh, a very humorous story, um, which has many parts, much like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but I'll just, <laughs> I'll just hone in on a single incident. We were in Niagara Falls... This is me, Bill. Which is not part of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. No, no, itself. no. They may, they probably have waterfalls in. in oh, I think they definitely did in, in the in the movie, but um, probably multiple ones. We're in Niagara Falls for one night. We made it a one night bender um, when me and Mikey T and Bill were in Canada and America last year mm. for Eric's wedding, and um, we decided we we're going to go down one night in Niagara Falls, hit the casinos, see the falls, and um, we we sat down in the. We stayed in like. Basically, like a Holiday Inn or something. It was, I don't think it was a Holiday Inn, but it was one of those. Oh, it was a Best Western. It was a Best Western, classic kind of chain, of chain motel, yeah. hotel sort of a thing. Yep, know them well. And um, they gave us a discount voucher for the restaurant, oh. and they had uh, Bill had seen the sign that said Prime Rib on special. We went and all lost money in the casino, basically straight off the bat, and then went there and was like, prime rib time. Back on this. Yeah. So, Niagara Falls is famous for, obviously, the waterfalls, which I've heard are quite pretty mm. um, and Amazing. spectacular. Absolutely. But casinos as well? Yeah. Yeah. Casinos, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> actually know the history of why, but they do, yeah, they have hey, casinos. You know what I mean? I mean, that, to me, that's that's almost more extraordinary than, than a brothel going down the path of like, <laughs> pouring its own beer. That's more logical in some ways. That Niagara Falls has casinos. No, that that brothels would brew oh, the their own beer. Anyhow, I don't what's, want to. I don't want to go back on that because it's a seedy subject. What's your What's your terms, objection to Niagara Falls having casinos? Well, it's just unusual. I mean, it's a bit like uh, I don't know. It's just it's. Look, now that you've mentioned it, you know what I mean. It probably is. Yeah. But I don't know how the licensing works in Canada. Mm. The thing is, they're on both sides. Because the the border of America and, and Canada goes through Niagara Falls, mm. goes down the river, mm. and 
through the actual waterfalls itself. So there is literally a Canadian side and an American side. The Canadian side is, is the nice side. It's got the best views. Mm. Um, it's got the nicer casinos. It's got the nicer hotels. The American side is a dive hole. But, but there is a couple of casinos. Well, there's casinos on both sides, <laughs> oh, so I don't know what I don't know what the licensing is. Right. But anyway, so go. we so we were there to have a gamble and go see the falls, and it was a Wednesday night, but we were on holiday, so we were like hit the booze anyway. Um, and it is a long story, but I'll just I, isolate this one incident. So Bill had got this voucher for the Prime just room. nasty wear Best Western restaurant that was attached to this thing, and um, we sat down. At about nine thirty, restaurant was closing at ten. Waitress very surly, and they had a special for a bucket of beers, four beers for fifteen bucks or something. And they had like four different beers you could choose from, but you could only get four of the one kind. So Bill was looking at this like, "Oh boys, should we uh, have a beer?" I don't even think he asked that because quite was, frankly, that, that's, uh, that was Kieran doing that Bill's was that was me doing Bill. of his own voice. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't need any second invitations for that, of course. But um, the waitress comes over and Bill tries to negotiate getting, like, instead of four of the same type, he wants one of each mm. of the four mediocre American beers. And so he's like, can we just get, instead, can we get four individual ones in the bucket? And the, the waitress is like, no, 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 you have to get four of the same. That's a weird, that's a weird stipulation. Yeah, but then, she, so so he's like, okay, but couldn't you, couldn't you just do it? And she's like, well, no, the deal is that you have to get four of the same. And I get what Bill was trying to say. He was trying to say they're all the same price. They're all, you know, can't you just charge it as one thing that's and it. just give us the other ones? But that's not what he said. He literally just repeated over and over, yeah, but couldn't you just do it? <laughs> like inflected different words every time. He's like, yeah, but couldn't. You just do it. Well, if, couldn't you just As if there do was it? one of those words in that sentence, <laughs> which this poor waitress wasn't comprehending. She already hated us, and yet Bill was just like, just, <laughs> was just like, Bill, just pick one of the four mediocre American beers. Come on, Bill. Get on with it. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing that you talk about there with, um, you know, having strange incidents like that in random places and casinos and the Niagara Falls. I find that hard to believe that that is. I mean, I don't know why I find that hard to believe. I mean, I grew up in a t- or next to a town that's famous for having the biggest Elvis festival <laughs> in, I think, Australia at least, and if not, maybe even getting close to sort of the Pacific region. Right. right. And this is a town that's in the middle of nowhere, parks. Famous for the Elvis Festival. Elvis Festival. Right? Thirty thousand Elvises def- descend on this place. That is a lot. It's a lot of Elvises. How big's the town? That's a lot of. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're not going to get any. No, let's not, start, let's not start. Let's not start that. It's, <laughs> it's we'll a disastrous. Anyhow, um, yeah, that's a lot of Elvises, and you used to get all the different types of Elvises. You'd get the fat Elvis, the thin Elvis, the old Elvis, the young Elvis, and that's the great thing about him. Korean Elvis. They would have been a Korean Elvis yeah, there, I'm sure. Definitely. Yeah. Best kind of Elvis as far as I understand. <laughs> but uh, I, um, I distinctly remember that there was an Elvis for every person, which is a great thing. You can be fat. Yep. And there's an Elvis for you. Yep. You can be thin. There's an Elvis for you. Mm. You can be old. You can be young. Did they... How big's the town? Like did... The town's probably got about 30,000 people. So it literally doubled in size. It literally doubled pretty Elvises. much in size. That's right. right. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's literally famous. Oh, actually, it's not the only thing it's famous for. It's also famous for having a bloody big radio telescope where you can look at the stars. Famous for being in the film called The Dish. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. Had a actually interesting history tidbit. Had quite a significant role to play when Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin first walked on the moon. Is that, that's the subject of the movie, is it not? The dish? It is. Yeah. It is. Focuses on parks and that little town's mm. involvement or its part in making sure that the... Uh, was it Apollo 11? Yeah, I think it was. About Apollo know. 11? Yeah. All I, all I know is it it's definitely sure. not yeah. Apollo 13. That's... No, it definitely wasn't when Tom Hanks and Bill Paxton went up. Paxton! With uh, with Bake Dog as well. The bacon. Ba- 
Oh, bacon. Bacon was in it. Bacon. Anyhow. A bit of bacon. No, those guys uh, Those guys were, were not... They did not walk on the moon, no. as far as I'm no. concerned. Or I've heard. Anyhow, um, so, yeah, so this this town was famous for bringing... I th- well, it's disputed, I think, but they may have been the radio telescope that actually transmitted the first footage of... Neil Armstrong walking on the moon. I think that's right, yeah. I, I think there may be a dispute about that. Oh, right. Okay. Controversial. It is controversial. However, they certainly played a very significant role. Call me a stickler for detail. Great word, stickler. 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 <laughs> it's a sort of you know, surname Rabs would love to pronounce. Stickler. <laughs> stickler. <laughs> hitting it up now. <laughs> Stickler takes it up the middle. Good meters there from the young man. Stickler down the blind side. <laughs> Stickler dummies shows and goes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, so call me Stickler. But how how does Parks relate to you finding the casino implausible? Is it just are you saying this because Niagara Falls has enough already? Because Parks, because Parks having an Elvis festival. Believe me, if anyone has ever been to Parks, would would go. Well, that's just completely illogical. <laughs> Like, in the grand scheme of things. But that's what's happened, and it's successful. So good on Parks for doing it, you know? But I would not have thought, had you not told me, yeah. that casinos would have been such a big thing at the Niagara Falls. There's only two. Oh, right. So but maybe it's not, not a big such town. a big thing. No, they're a feature. It's mm. not a big town. It's a very small town. Unusual. I guess you've got to think about, like, what else is there to do? Like, you look at the falls, you can do the Made of the Mist boat this is tour. A controversial it takes about question, an hour. But I'm going to ask it. Yeah. It's not on Indian Reserve, is it? It's not. I mean, the waterfalls aren't Indian owned. This is the Canadian town on the mm. Canadian side, so I don't. Well, I don't know I actually what, don't know what the rules are. I know, I know, the, I know in America, in, when I say America, I mean the US of A. Yes, of course. Um, that, uh, that there are quite a lot of casinos on Indian Reserves. Yeah, yeah, they have um, they have licensing sort of exemptions. Mm. I don't think that applies in Niagara Falls, Canada. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm now you've, you've piqued my interest. I will. I will Google um, the perhaps history. Of- oh, perhaps we we should also point out too. We are missing our uh, third offsider <laughs> today, Callum McDonald, who was extraordinarily helpful on doing Google research for he us was, on the yeah. computer. Google on the go. So, it's being left to... And here you can hear me going, trying to get the Google, the Google... The Google. Uh, going, we'll, we'll do some research into this. So, yeah. Niagara Falls... My theory on... Casinos. To, ...to what it is about is like... Casino buffet, second thing that comes up. <laughs> I want to check Gotta it out. Gotta love the Google autocorrect sort of search. I, my theory is there's, there's not actually that much to do there. You look at the falls, the the boat tour takes an hour. What else are you going to do? Casino I, Niagara. Wow. So there's one called Casino Niagara that's right in the heart of it, and then there's one a that's bit a further around. That's a big casino, around. too. Oh, yeah, it's huge. It has $100 of my hard-earned money. Canadian money, of course. Promotions. Ladies' night. Hello, ladies. Aren't we looking up the history? Yeah, You're just sorry. looking up the website. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going. Just, look, just looking up. All right, so like, okay, let's like, why does Google tell me why does Niagara Falls tell you what? Putting in why does and then reading the autocorrected oh, uh, suggestions, they're amazing. Oh, some of them. Why are. does urine smell was one of them? Was it? It's weird to go back to that. Oh, look, yes. we'll go back to it in a second. Why does Niagara Falls have casinos? Double uh, question mark from you there, big dog. Nobody else finds this extraordinary at all. Not one person has posed No, that. no, I don't. I think you need to look more the history of the casinos. Maybe maybe Niagara Falls Casino history is something we could look Why? at. Why? I mean... Putting it in a question form is very specific. That is true. I think. We'll keep, the, it keeps coming with Casino Buffet. Wow. Pump that buffet, buffet, don't they? they really it's something about do. casino towns and buffets. Yeah, so let's look up the... Let's, look, let's go to the uh, font found of all knowledge, uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. See what it says. Where in- facts may not actually be factual. <laughs> <laughs> Where fact and fiction collide. <laughs> wow, so it's we a want, big place. We want history. Oh, geez, it's not old. It's okay, the, on- the Ontario... Corporation developed the Casino Niagara, and it was opened in 1996. Jeez, there you go. That's, um, there's really 35 floors. This place is massive. 
Oh no, that's the that's that's this, but it's the hotel tower. Oh right. The casino itself is only one floor. Mm. Well, it's not going to tell us why they decided to do it. Obviously, it's a tourist so, attraction. Just, yeah, I just find that weird. Anyhow, let's go back to why does. Just type in why does to Google and see what comes up. <laughs> so why does? Okay, so let's go through. Why does France suffer? Oh, that's me. Oh, okay, that's something you've looked at. That's something I've looked up for for uni. So uh, that's why does why does the Earth spin? Well, that's why does it always rain on me? Why does the Earth spin? It's gravity, isn't it? Yeah, something to do with space. (laughs) Why does Saturn have rings? Why does everyone hate me? Oh, that's harsh. Why does it rain? Why Why does does my my urine urine smell? smell? Why does Mm. water expand when frozen? Why does ice float? Why does oil float on water? Mm. Let's just just go why. Just just type in why and see what it all creates. Why so serious, Joker? Oh, you've done that. Yeah. Why is the sky blue? Why do we yawn? Why do dogs eat grass? Why do we dream? Why not both? Why do you only call me when you're high lyrics? Oh. Why do you only call me when you're high? Is that a song? Yeah, it's that song. Oh, I don't think I've heard yeah, it. It's not a great song, but anyway. Why do you only call me when you're... Oh, uh, is it Arctic Monkeys? Oh, I don't know. It's someone like that. It's a yeah, kind it's... of... It's a indie band. Ah, oh, trending new indie band. Mm. Here's one for you. Mm. That I have, um, I was shocked during the week. Shocked I was, Nick Barry. Shocked, even. Have you heard of the band Phoenix? No. See, I wouldn't expect that from you because I know the type of music you listen to. Mm. They're a very popular band, mm. semi-mainstream, I very listen, popular. I don't listen to popular. No, bands. and that's fair enough. That's what I was. Ex- <laughs> I was expecting a no from you, but I, I said this to a couple. I'm in a show at the moment, and I. I saw the posters as I was driving to the show. A I was like, theatre show? Yeah, I'm in a theatre show. I thought, Phoenix are coming to Melbourne. I thought, oh, be good to go to, to see if anyone's going. So I said to the some of the cast members as we assembled at the theatre, I said, is anyone thinking about going to Phoenix? And all four of them turned around to me and said, Phoenix, who, who's Phoenix? Who like, is you're, Phoenix? You're, you're kidding, right? And I I then got so... Phoenix sort of banned. They're way down on the list, too, of Google search. It's a very popular word, but they're a very popular band. Mm. I got like three yeses and like 15 no's for people not knowing the band Phoenix. Oh, which they're I was, from France. Yeah, I was staggered. I was staggered that that many people from didn't Versailles know From Versailles in France. How about that? They're great. You, I'm sure you would have heard their tunes just being out and about in the I world. probably have. Look, I don't she, know. The, the, the lead singer is married to Sophia Coppola. And Who? so, well, Sophia Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola's oh, daughter yes, yes, did yes, Lost yes, in Translation yes. somewhere and the Bling Ring. Yes, yes, and yes. So I mean, their music quite is... Quite a hot is, chick. For people, I, oh, she's, oh, I don't know if I'd say hot. Right. She is striking looking. Striking looking. She isn't, she's so elegant. So striking is not hot looking. Well, I think uh, hot's very broad and generic. Mm. I think if you can be more specific in the, in, in the relation to how you uh, articulate a woman, I think you should be more... See, to me, the word striking... Describing someone as striking well, is a creepier way of saying to them subtly. Well, you go hot. Google her. I don't. I, I wouldn't have described her as hot. That's all I'm saying. You def, you think striking's not uh, not overwhelming? Oh, positive? look! I'll take your word for it. I'm just interested to know striking. You're, too, you're not supposed to be googling striking. You're supposed to be googling Sophia Coppola. Oh, sorry. Okay. Let's... You know what striking means? Yes, that's true. I do know what striking means. I would have described her more in the striking slash elegant family rather than just hot. Right. Hot's a bit broad. So there we go. We've got the images of Sophia Coppola there. Right. Would you say she's hot? Um, or would you, or do you feel probably that say, there are better I'd probably say she's... Yeah, probably. Now Now. Now I can see where you're coming from. Maybe yeah. striking is a more, more accurate yeah. word to use. Yeah. But it is a weird word that I wouldn't really use. Striking. You wouldn't call someone striking? No. No, I wouldn't. Um, I don't know why. It's just not really in my vocab. No, that's fair enough. Mm. That's fair enough. Mm. Anyhow. <laughs> Did I just hear your stomach rumble? Was that what that was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it was Come on, stomach. Indian man. Get Come it down on, Mr. Here. Indian man. Uh, anyway, so I'm not surprised that you didn't know. And that's not us. That's, uh, to anyone who's just tuned in halfway through, the. that's not some sort of a... Well, it's not a derogatory live, so slur or anything. No, why, would that's you, why would you start playing halfway through? Why do I always think this is going out live? <laughs> what is wrong? Well, I don't know. That's you, crazy. You think we're on the radio, even though we're in your lounge drinking beers, that is stuff true. on your computer. That is true. So I was staggered by how many people didn't know Phoenix, and um, I don't know. I just it surprised me mm. how many people were not aware of this this band. Mm. But, 
True. Don't though. know where I'm going with that point. No, um, and I'm not really helping you out. I, judge I guess well, in re- reference to the what was it? Why why do you always hate me? Or why, what was it? Why do you always call me when you're high? Oh yeah, let's go back as to being the a popular does. song in mm. the mainstream by an indie band. I thought of mainstream indie bands that are popular. I thought of Phoenix, and I thought of the outrage this week. If anyone wants to um, to go with me to Phoenix, tickets are on sale this week. Um, Send me a personal message on the Facebook nice. or uh, the Facebook or the email karen.bullock at hotmail.com. You'll notice I'm not giving out my phone number or my address, big dog. But um, <laughs> and neither have I this time <laughs> because you'll have to listen to episode, episode one. <laughs> and you trust me, you won't have to listen very here, far into it here either. in uh, here in the Spray Street Mansion. That is true. I like this one. Why is Pluto not a planet? Well, now this is why, a is, why is my internet so slow? <laughs> Okay, Ironic, now, as there is Google. a lot of conjecture about this, and I'm not a scientist, much like I'm not a... Uh, there's, there's a rattle at the door. Could be. Could be food. Sounds like food. I think this could be food. Could be a new food. This could definitely you be wanna, food. You want to grab it and I'll do the running commentary? Do it. Go for it. Was, did he, was that a knock? Didn't I'm not sure. It sound, sounded like a rattle. I think so. He's trying to work out which apartment it is, maybe. Uh, maybe. All right, so Nick Barry is now uh, grabbing the Indian food. Um, he's now closed the door. Very clean, smooth transaction there. Oh yeah. Nice change of possession of the, of the Indian food. Um, Was it? Should I have invited him in? I don't. Comments? I don't. He for, might have known for comments. Comments on Get the Indian Pluto guy on planet. I don't think he. Um, or no longer a planet. So it's not. It's like. It's like when they say, "Why is it no longer a planet?" It's like it was a planet, but now it's not. It was. It got... Um, but the American scientist, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I believe, was instrumental in leading its uh, demotion, which is something I learned on the Big Bang but Theory. But it's still... I mean, you can't classify something and go, oh, it used to be a planet, but now it's not. Either it was a planet or it wasn't. You know what I mean? You don't really like, get what I get. No, I, I sort of get what you're saying. It's like they're saying, oh, yes, yes, it was a planet, but now we've changed our mind. Now it's not a planet. Well, I well think it's no, to you do can with... say, well, we used to think it was a planet, but now we don't think it's a planet. So really, it's just a question of semantics f- from you. Pretty much. You've actually got no problem with Pluto being demoted. Oh, look, from... As long as the semantics <laughs> are clean. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> much like I'm not a doctor. As we proved sort of last episode. Or a dietitian. Times. <laughs> or a dietitian. Or an astronaut, all right? But I definitely agree with the evidence that Pluto cannot be classed as a planet. You've actually read up on the evidence of why Pluto is no longer I don't even think it's got its own proper... Um, well, first of all, it's so, it's so small. Yeah. But I think there's something to do with the fact it doesn't move on an axis or something. Is that right? Is that what it is? Hang no, on. It does no, really hang on. Let's look at the article. We've, we've got it up here on Google. Let's actually read it. So we've Googled why is Pluto... No longer a planet. It's a YouTube video. It's impractical. Okay, here we go. Let's find out why Pluto is no longer a planet. Pluto was first discovered in 1930 by Clyde. Some dude named Clyde. At the Lowell Observatory. Observatory, thank you very much. In Flagstaff, Arizona. Astronomers had long predicted that there might have been a ninth planet in the solar system, which (laughs) they called Planet X. It's not that difficult. If you've discovered eight planets like, you know what, guys? I think there might be a ninth one. Like that is true. Wow, this guy was only twenty-two. Old Clyde at the time that he found this Pluto. Planet. Young, young Clyde. Well, young Clyde, Clyde, as it by was, all intents and purposes, barely, barely out of high school. All right, so he's discovered it. Let's move down. After to, years uh, of observations, they finally discovered an object in the right orbit and declared that it was Planet X, called it Pluto. Should have left it as Planet X. That's a great. Name. That is. That's also a band. Planet X. Is it? I think so. Planet maybe X. They named it after Pluto. Probably. Or maybe did. they just. Named it after something else. Astronomers, they were not sure about Pluto's mass until the discovery of its largest moon, Charon. Or is it Charon? It's Charon, actually. Um, <laughs> so I'm I tried not joking. To, did you like how I was sophisticated with it? <laughs> Charon. Like I give it a sort of a European inflection. Then I went bogan. Charon. And then you said it's... C- Charon. Yeah, it's, Charon. It's, a, it's a Greek... Um, Charon is something to do with the underworld. I can't actually remember right now. But anyway, well, because all the all the planet names are named after um, uh, Greek and Roman mythology. Anyway, it's, uh, let's, let's continue forth. So, over the last few decades, powerful new ground and space-based observations have completely changed previous understandings of the outer solar system. Instead of being the only planet in its region, like the rest of the solar system, 
Pluto and its moons are known ne- are now known to be just a large example of a collection of objects called the Cupia Belt. The region extends from the orbit of Neptune out to 55 astronomical units. Astronomical units. Is that, is that a, is that a measure of distance? I think so. This region extends from the orbit of Neptune out to 55 astronomical units. Oh, so that is a measurement. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Right. Where's, where's the bit where they revoked Pluto's thing? Well, status? maybe it was just before. This is a boring article. This is boring. Go down. <laughs> I want to know. I want to get to the bit where they said, "Hey, Pluto, you cut." Yeah, that's cut. the bit I want. Here's the problem. Astronomers had been turning up larger, turning up larger and larger objects in the Cupia Belt. Oh, troubles! Oh, big, big time. Yeah. Big time. And they've discovered that there are other objects only a little smaller than Pluto in that belt. So I guess they just kind of figured, well, we'll have about a thousand different types of planets on our hands. Right. So it's a technicality, really. Here we go. There's a bombshell. That was, can you read about the, the dropping of the bombshell? Okay. In 2005, Mike Brown, some dude, and his team dropped the bombshell. They had discovered an object further out from the orbit of Pluto that was probably the same size or even larger. Ooh. So right. it could have been a tenth planet, technically, okay. if they kept going down this path. Officially named two, in 2003 UB313. Great name. Great name. Should have kept that. Should have kept that 2003 UB313. Woo! Sexy pants. Yeah. The object was later designated as Eris. Yeah. That's good. That's, yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a planetary type name yeah, to Well, Eris. it's in the keeping of the, uh, the ancient Greek and Roman mythology that everything true, else is named after. True. Since its discovery, astronomers have determined that Eris's size is approximately 2,600 kilometres across. It is also approximately 25% larger in mass than Pluto. So, does this mean that they just said, because, like, we can only have nine planets, and, <laughs> oh, shit, we, if we've said Pluto's a planet, all of these other things should be planets as well. So, instead of having 50 million planets, we'll just get rid of Pluto. It I doesn't seem so. like a very sound reason to me. Well, it just sounds like they just couldn't be bothered just, just listing a whole bunch of other planets. Scientists. Mm. Lazy, is what you're saying. Now, what they say down further is that astronomers from the association were given the opportunity to vote on the definition of planets. Okay. Well, there version, was a vote? There was a vote. It's very exciting. It's One version of the definition would have actually boosted the number of planets to 12. Okay, I'm happy with that. Pluto was, would still be a planet, and so were Eris and some place called Ceres, which had been thought of as the largest asteroid. Ceres. Yep. Ceres. In the, uh, in the, again, with the Greek thing. A different proposal from this vote kept the total at nine, defining the planets as just the familiar ones we know without <laughs> any scientific <laughs> Guys, my proposal is we keep it the same... And don't do anything with yeah. it. <laughs> I love that. That's lazy, awesome. lazy John's proposal. Is what we'll call that one. <laughs> let's just, just let's just keep it. How do we walls. just keep it the same? Yeah. And a third would then. This is a third proposal suggested dropping the number of planets down to eight, and Pluto would be out of the planet club. I love that it says out of Bo- the planet club. Booted. Cut. cut. You cut Pluto. Denied. So this, these are the three options. And they voted for the controversial option of demoting Pluto and Eris and down to the newly created classification of dwarf planets. So they created a new classification of dwarf planet. I believe so. Now, the article then goes on to say, is Pluto a planet? Question mark. Does it qualify? Question mark. I don't know why I'm subtexting with the question mark. Yeah, they're clearly questions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To anyone who who doesn't have the mental capacity to be able to determine that I've just asked a question there, that's for you. (laughs) Anyhow, um, they do say that, according to this article, for an object to be classed as a planet, it needs to meet three requirements defined by the IAU, which if we'd read this article correctly, we would know who they are. It was was boring at the beginning. They'd be the international... I'm going to suggest they're the International Astronomers Union. Union? Yep. <laughs> Anyhow, we're, we're on strike. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Do they have a strike? That's no, it. Okay. I don't know. Let's, I'm happy with that. All yeah. right. So anyway, the IAU has decided that it needs to meet three requirements to be classed as a planet. Yeah. One, it needs to be in orbit around the sun. Tick. Planet Pluto gets does a tick that. there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It needs to have enough gravity to pull itself on a spherical shape. Tick. Check. Pluto gets a tick. Yeah, okay. It needs to have cleared the neighbourhood of its 
orbit. Now they've put cleared the neighbourhood in quotation marks. Yeah, because it's a weird phrase that we don't mm. understand. And this is where they go, uh oh, is the rule breaker. Oh no, Pluto. According to this, Pluto is not a planet. What does cleared its neighbourhood mean? Very good question. As planets form, they become the dominant gravitational body in their orbit. As they interact with other smaller objects, they either consume them or sling them away with their gravity. Pluto is only 0.07 times the mass of the other objects in its orbit. The Earth, in comparison, has 1.7 million times the mass of the other objects in its orbit. So what you're saying is... You, it's all based on its size. Yeah, size, but you have to bash For astronomers, size matters, ladies. <laughs> well, obviously it does. So, so basically the fact that Pluto doesn't bash all the other rocks out of the way in its orbit, it's, just, it's nice. Well, it's just it's just not that big. It's just I not that dominant. I think Pluto's been hard done by. That's yeah, my Pluto's general feeling. Pluto's just kind of like, it's just, it's yeah. just average, you know? Yeah. It's just batting... You know, I like the idea of twelve planets. Average. Why? Why can we have twelve planets? We we'll get more planets. It's more fun. Well, I think from this, there might be quite a few more than twelve by the. No, because the, the the first vote would, was to to boost it to twelve, as mm. it says there. That's true. To include Eris and Ceres, I'm happy with that. Mm. Uh, more, more is better. Surely. Well, according to the IAU, Pluto is now considered a dwarf planet. Dicks. Dick move. <laughs> Dick move. Dick move, I hate ah, cool. So Pluto is a dwarf planet. Right. Okay. There you go. I feel like Pluto's been ripped off, but there's not really a lot you and I can do about it. Yeah. Pretty ripped off. Yeah. Oh well. Look, let's have a let's let's have a let's have a cheers to Pluto yeah. anyway. Cheers, Pluto. You're to, all right by us. To your son. To your son. I think that's a good place to end it. I think we've done well tonight. I think we've well. I think we've I think we've done we've okay. Done extremely yeah. well. We've uh, we've we've talked as we always do. The big issues: social etiquette. Social um, etiquette. We've delved in some holiday memories. Did we talk Bill much about bu- social etiquette? Um, probably didn't. I don't think we did. I just we um, also didn't talk about uh, a few of the things we were probably meant to talk about from last time. Is Fre- is Brett is Freddie Fittler on the booze? Almost certainly. Almost certainly. Um, yep. Without without question, we we Chizo would have loved to have had Brad Fittler in here on this Pluto God, debate mate, too. Could you imagine his comments? His insightful like, comments. Mate, I love Pluto. <laughs> Someone get me a beer. <laughs> or Rabs Warren. From my scientific readings, <laughs> Pluto should most definitely be considered a planet. I like to think of Pluto is the Matty Bowen of the NRL. <laughs> I mean, he may be small, but he gets the job done. It's not all about size. It's about speed and agility. He's the Alfie Langer. <laughs> yes. No, we, didn't, um, we didn't talk about Big Boy Barbecue. No. But I kind of feel like because we went with Callum, Callum's not here, we'll yeah. save that for next time. We will. We, 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 we should say that it is a decent restaurant. Though. Oh, it is a decent restaurant. So nothing against Big Boy Barbecue. Big Boy Barbecue is all right, but we'll leave our proper appraisal and the rundown of what happened yeah. for another time. When the C-Mac, when he... C-Mac went to Bendigo the other night and hasn't been heard from since. He's um, probably abducted and dead somewhere. Probably. And if that turns out to be true, uh, we will actually feel genuinely guilty. Yeah, especially over the... It seems unlikely. It does seem unlikely. Yeah. But But anyway, uh, we'll be back with another episode soon. In the meantime, to all the viewers out there, thanks for listening. (laughs) The viewers... Listeners, whatever. To all Uh, the listeners, thanks for listening. Good grief. Don't get abducted. No. Don't go to Bendigo. Oh, you can go to Bendigo, but I, the country's boring. That's, that's my opinion. And don't forget to acknowledge Pluto, the forgotten little mate of our yeah, solar system. The forgotten star. Well, it's not a star. Well, no, he's not it's a star. Dwarf it's, a dwarf <laughs> it's a dwarf planet. It's a dwarf planet now. According to the Education, IAU. The IAU, the International... No salutes to them. Association of Underwhelming Scientists. That's it. No salutes to them. You dicks. Nah. Fighting for Pluto. That's what we're about here at the Barrowville Cower. Fighting for Pluto. All right, we'll catch you soon. Thanks for listening. Got some and Indian food to tuck into. Indian food. All right. All right. See ya. Catch you next time.